Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Welcome to 716 Together, a Western New York Audio Town Hall presentation of Cumulus Media Buffalo, designed to inform, inspire, and empower our community on issues that affect us all. Welcome to our show. I'm your host, Tammy Lee Demler. Joining me today, Captain Ned Librock. Uh, he is here today to talk to about his organization, which is Catching Dreams Charters. He, you came to me through our portal of interest in terms of being able to have some interview uh, and some promotional opportunities to be able to show what you do to help our community, Ned. So I thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule. I know you get up very early, so this is this is a, a, a total treat and a sacrifice, actually, I know, for you. So let's start with your organization. I know you're the founder. How did it get started? Tell us about it. Well, thank you very much for having us on. Um, we started, or I started the business about six years ago. Um, I, I've been a Coast Guard captain for about 14 years now, and um, we wanted to uh, we wanted to do something with fishing and we actually started with uh, veterans who were suffering with PTSD. And uh, there, you know, there's so many programs out there today saying you've got to get people with uh, these types of ailments out in the fresh air, horseback riding, doing various events to re- refocus them, to help them uh, through their troubles. And that's exactly how I started out. And then a good friend of mine uh, was the, uh, uh, Vice President of Catholic Healthcare Systems, and he introduced me to, at that time, it was called the Carlitz Club, which was part of the Roswell Park Alliance Foundation out of Roswell Park Cancer Hospital. And uh, we started uh, taking young children out um, as part of part of their therapy, whether they are in treatment or whether they are in remission. And we got so busy so fast that I had to make a decision between the veterans and the children. And the veterans said, take the kids up. You know, the kids have the rest of their lives that, that, that we've seen a lot and we can we can handle it. So we, I wanted to do something meaningful after, uh, or actually I started before I retired. And I knew that fishing uh, anecdotally is very relaxing and helpful for people. And uh, we decided to put a little science behind it. And or, uh, I may be jumping ahead a little bit, but six years later, uh, Roswell Park actually got uh, did a program review and published an article about the, the benefits of fishing or angling or a fancy term piscatorial therapy for the, for the children. And Hopefully so, I'm, well, no, I think that's great. And I'm looking at your website right now and I see a ton of pictures of really happy kids. I see pictures of you and your board. I look, must be your board of directors at some point down on the website as well, uh, yes. because you, you are a nonprofit uh, that in itself is Herculean to be able to get that status is really incredible. And then to be able to be, you know, you know, guided by a board of directors who, you know, I, I think it's so important to be able to navigate through these 
the, these decisions as you were describing them. You know, it's complicated. It's not easy. And those veterans, thank you know, thank you for their service and thank you for being so selfless in letting the, letting the kids um, certainly have this opportunity. So, I just wanted to ask you a few questions. I have a, a we don't have a lot of time. We should have five hours to be talking, Ned. <laughs> so, how would you characterize the business to the general public? Would you add anything more to what your description was? As uh, even that's really a public service. It's a I would say it's really um, it's beyond that. It's really a, a gift, right? It's just a gift. Well, what we, we really focus the business on pediatric oncology patients. In other words, young kids that are battling cancer. Um, the age range is it's going to be hard to believe. This past year was three and a half to 21 years old. Mm. And uh, the average age is eight years old. And what we do is we provide no charge fishing charters to get these kids out on a boat, learning about nature, learning about fishing. Um, you've got to realize these kids, uh, you know, you know, if they survive the cancer, it takes about three and a half years to go to what they call ring the bell at the hospital where they're, they're you know, they're, they're cancer free. And they've been bald, they've been fat, they've been stabbed in a hundred different ways, taking all this medication and they lack socialization. You know, mm -hmm. they just haven't had the time to participate in soccer or irregularly attend school. So we knew that we, if we could get the kids out, we could, we could put a smile on their face and really help them. Uh, as, as part of their treatment, part of their therapy uh, in their in their battle to you know to beat cancer. Now, I, just logistically, are number one, how do people reach out and see if they're eligible? Because I'm sure you have a waiting list that's long. And number two, can parents go with their kids? Because sometimes, as a you know, a child might be afraid to go, you know, with a, with people that they don't know. Are parents able to come with them as well? Absolutely. We uh, we've had every combination you can think of. We've had teenage kids where the, the, and we might get a couple of teenagers that'll go out and the parents want to just have an afternoon to themselves and go do something different. But usually we have a, a parent or uh, two parents. We've had three generations many, many times where you have the, the kid, the mom or dad and the grandparents on the boat. So, you know, that any combination that that'll work, we usually keep up to about five people on the boat total. And uh, I always bring a first mate with me. Uh, who's a, a retired captain, retired school teacher, uh, Roy Larson, does a wonderful job for us. And uh, But in terms of recruitment, we deal very closely uh, with the hospitals. We deal with uh, Roswell Park. We deal with uh, Galisano Hospital in, uh, in uh, Rochester. We deal with uh, University of Pittsburgh Children's Hospital, Rainbows and Babies out of Cleveland and the Cleveland Clinic. Uh, they're all very interested in our program. And then locally, we deal with the Courage of Carly Fund, which is, was the old Carly's Club. Mm -hmm. We deal with the Punt Foundation, uh, the Pediatric uh, Cancer Collaborative. And then we deal with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And we deal with the Cure Organization in Rochester. And what I do is I've established relationships with these folks. And as uh, they, they promote our products, our products, our, our therapy to their, to their kids, and then the parents will get, get in touch with me and I'll schedule with them. And we get a lot of word of mouth from, uh, there's quite a network of, uh, of uh, cancer moms and dads networking, helping each other out. And, uh, and you know, to you know, kind of roll forward, that we've been able to take out hundreds of kids as part of the therapy. That's amazing. And I missed the, I missed the year that you said you first launched. What was the? About, about, about six years ago. Okay. And what body of water? Because we were surrounded by water. Are we talking about, like, where do you launch? 
Well, uh, we we like to go. We have to watch the weather. Like today, you know, it's terribly windy out. But we primarily fish in Lake Erie, Lake Ontario, and the upper and lower Niagara rivers. And then uh, I have other captains that work for me in other parts of the state, particularly in the Rochester area. So they'll they'll go to the western Finger Lakes, like Honey Eye Lake, uh, Rushford Lake, and then we fish uh, Lake Chautauqua also. So basically, the western third of uh, of uh, New York State. Okay. And so you've got to tell me, I've already kind of got a sense of the name and your tagline, but do you have anything else to reveal relative to how you came up with the name? You know, was there, were there other people involved in it? Because it's wonderfully imaginative. Well, every once in a while you, you hit gold. And this one, I mean, catching obviously is related to the, to the fishing side, but mm-hmm. the dreams are, you know, where you're thinking about kids looking out of the window at Roswell Park wondering, gee, I wish I could get outside. And, you know, and Unfortunately, fortunately, with a lot of those tall buildings in Buffalo, you can see the water. So I'm thinking, oh, catching dreams, that'd be kind of good. And then then we, I said, the tagline is really the important part, turning wishing into fishing. I said, okay, they're wishing they could do something. Let's provide the fishing. So that's kind of how it all rolled together. I think I just got lucky. I'm not, I'm not that smart and creative. So I got lucky one day when it all came together. It's perfect. I love it. And, you know, you talk about pediatrics. And before we went live, we were talking about just, it's so hard to watch kids suffer and to, you know, it seems so unfair and it's sad. And why, why for you are with kids with cancer? I mean, there are so many other illnesses and such. Is there a particular passion behind that diagnosis for you? Well, no, not really. It was, it was really just the initial conversations that we had with Carly's club. And these kids, uh, you know, they're, they're our future. They're the veterans of, of, the, of our future. And, and they, they, get, they get so isolated and so traumatized when, when they go through the treatment mm-hmm. that it just, it just seemed to make sense to, to provide something that they can sit at a pond, we can take them, or they can sit in a boat, and they, they don't have to run up and down a field. And, uh, and, they, and they, they don't have to be judged by anybody other than, what they you know, are they having fun or not as mm-hmm. part of their part of their uh, program so that, that's it we, we just stuck with the kids and it got so big so fast and unfortunately uh, there's so many kids that are coming down with cancer like like I've told people I you know I, I've been in business for a number of years it's the only business that I've run where we stand a chance of losing money every year and we don't want any customers which doesn't, you know, it doesn't make sense from a business standpoint. But put us out of business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, put, yeah. Put us out of business, just like the founders of, you know, Camp Good Day said, we don't want to be in business forever. Yeah, but, so uh, it, it's uh, it's all encompassing. It's a very busy business for, uh, you know, for a small group that we are. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it just made so much sense to stick with the kids. They, they, they deserve the chance. And, you know, for me, as I reflected on this uh, interview for today, I was thinking to myself, you know, for as for a parent of a child who has cancer and for that child who has cancer, you know, the prognosis is never really known. It's not like having a chronic illness that's managed. You know, there certainly can be complications to almost any medical or psychiatric illness. Right. But cancer is just such an unknown still. We just don't know enough about it at all to know, is this person, are we going to lose this person? So the, the concept by having them just be able to escape that for just a minute or two or an hour or whatever they get with you on that, on that charter to just be somewhere else is truly a magical experience. I can only imagine for that family. Well, it, it certainly is. And uh, these, these uh, you see, when you first meet the parents, when they're first diagnosed, you can see the fear in their face. 
and the kids don't know what's going on. Other than that, they don't feel good. You know, you imagine having a three-year-old and he comes down with, with a brain tumor. You know, you know, there's no life experience. There's nothing to compare it to. And, the, and you see the fear in the parents. Uh, what's what's really sad and, and encouraging, too, is we've had five sets of twins over, over the six years. And in each, each situation, one twin has cancer and one doesn't. So how would you like to be a parent that has had that situation? Yeah. And you're answering questions like, how, how's my brother doing or how's my sister doing? And we always take the twins out together. I mean, it's a, it's a ride. We, and, uh, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's devastating. And, um, you know, you can see that I've, I've actually taken families, say, let's say the course of recovery is four years. We've taken kids out every year throughout the entire process of their, of their treatment. Uh, sometimes we take kids out once a year. Sometimes we take them out once a month. Sometimes we take them out once and that's enough. It's we'll customize it for the kids. It's not the number of kids we take out. It's how effective we can be for them during their, during their recovery process. That's amazing. And I know you had mentioned that the hospitals are involved in kind of getting people in the know about this opportunity. How do you, you know, how do you manage the number of people? I mean, do you, is it by lottery? Is it by, you know, compelling story? How do you, how do you manage all of these trips and excursions? I mean, every story has got to be sad. Yes, we have, we, uh, you know, the kids are at different stages in their, in their, in their recovery process too. A lot of times they're, they're very, very tired and they're not capable of doing this, but we get them on a list. We work with the social workers and the uh, child psychologists, as well mm-hmm. as the uh, the uh, foundation represent representatives, and they pretty much will determine when uh, somebody's interested and, and capable of doing something like that. And once we get them into the network, you know, then we'll say, you, "How often would you like to go out? Where are you in the process of your recovery?" And we, we've got kids that we, you know, we'll take right through until they ring the bell, like I said earlier. But then we, we deal with a lot of uh, recovered children uh, as, in, uh, you know, post-treatment post, uh, post because they have uh, diagnosed with high anxiety. They've been socially isolated. So our program is effective not only for kids in treatment, but once they've, re- once they've rung the bell to help them normalize their life, give them a little respite in terms of uh, what the world's really like. So. It's all, it's really all over the board. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we don't have a large staff. You're, you're looking at the staff for the most part, other than my board of directors. But uh, my board is very, very talented. We have a retired teacher. We have a former director of Carly's Club. We have a, a very compassionate lawyer and we have an outdoor sports writer, Bill Hills Jr. So we've, I've got a very talented board that I, I bounce ideas off of year round. And we run like a rabbit from March to this time of the year till August. And then the kids go back to school. Uh, they've got different things going on and you know, it slows down dramatically. But we made a rule a long time ago. We don't fish on weekends. Weekends are crazy out there on the water and weekends are family, family affairs. Parents aren't working. They've got other kids they got to work with. And over the six years, I've only, I've never had a parent not take their child out of school. And believe this, believe it or not, I've only had one uh, cancellation in three years of COVID. The parents are saying, my kid has been through worse than COVID. I want them out on the water. I want them outside. You're outside. It's safe. It's sanitized. And uh, I think that's remarkable for what the parents see in our in our program. That's great to know. And it's interesting because I people are so, so tired of hearing about this pandemic and COVID. But I always want to I always want to ask, you know, how did the pandemic affect you? Did it? Did it, you know, 
challenge you or create any opportunities? Because sometimes people might say, you know, it, we were able to really, you know, grow and flourish with some of these challenges that made us think creatively. So I love the fact that parents are thinking, get the kids out. It's outside. Nobody was worse for wear. And it probably did them a lot of good to be in a normal situation that is, you know, so it, it, there's nothing like being out in nature and being able to breathe air and being able to do something, as I said, that wasn't focused on their medical illness. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we, we, New York State made, gave, gave some requirements along the lines of the CDC requirements, and we mm-hmm. conformed to all of that. And uh, never, never had, never had an issue on the boat, and don't ever expect to. And every year we have a record number of kids that want to that want to go out. So uh, it, it, COVID to us, the biggest problem I had with COVID was uh, I felt sorry for all my associates in the hospitals and in the support organizations where, you know, the hospitals basically shut down in terms of people going in and out. And I'm so thankful that I met so many wonderful people prior to COVID that I could call them and we had the relationship where we could continue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like like with Roswell Park, they always have a big holiday party, 800 people in December. That's been canceled two years in a row. We always find 30 or 40 families at something like that. So we've had to do some creative uh, marketing and uh, and and phone calls, et cetera. But uh, every year there's more and more kids. So it keeps going that way. We can help them. Until you're out of business. (laughs) Until I'm out of business. Find a cure for cancer. I'd like like nothing better than to be out of business. More of 716 Together coming up in just a moment. Stacking Benjamins with Joe and his good friend OG not only has great financial insight, it's laid back with humor too. The quiet luxury trend is out and loud budgeting is in. Are we tired of the pet names? Yeah, because I'm loud and obnoxious, so this fits right in with me. I'm like, yes, finally budgeting for me. (laughs) I get to walk into a restaurant and go, I'm cheap as hell, and you're not getting a tip. Live from Doug's Budget. (laughs) Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Welcome back to 716 Together, a weekly forum to inform, inspire, and empower Western New York. How do you, how are you funded to do the good work that you do? And I know that it's, you know, gas is expensive, boats, you know, just the whole process of fishing is expensive. How do you, how do you manage that? Well, this has been an interesting year with gasoline prices. That's our number one expense category, as you might imagine. Um, I personally capitalized the entire business six and a half years ago. And, uh, and and from that point on, when, when I loaned some money to the not-for-profit, but we have so many generous corporations in Western New York that, and I, you know, being in business, I know a lot of people, and we've got some you know, wonderful corporations donating. We've got a lot of individuals that donate uh, and periodically. We've got some uh, ministries from other states that we'll get a check, you know, for so much money. And, I just I just talked to my wife. We just brought the mail in. I get a check every month from an anonymous person for forty two dollars. You know, so we always tell people there's no there's no uh, there's no donation too small or too big. You know, we we don't try to build a big war chest like uh, like a well run business. We try to keep one year's operating expenses in reserve just in case you know things go crazy. And um, but it's you know it's. There's a lot of there's a there's a lot of competition for money right now, as you yes. might imagine. There's so many worthy causes, and uh, so we 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 try to we, we don't take any salaries. I, I don't take any money out of the business other than we pay the captain. My other captains, I've got eight captains on on board for us in, in New York State, and they've all agreed to work at a very very reduced rate to help the children. So 
you know, it's it's always a little bit of a challenge, but uh, but we're always accept accept donations, and uh, my books are always open. People can see where the money's going. Do you ever do fundraisers? I know that's kind of not something we talked about before to, today, but do you ever have you ever thought of doing anything like that, like a fundraising? I don't know. I just I could imagine that so many people. I I have to tell you, Ned. I didn't even know of your organization, and I've done I've done community service segments for a long time, more than I can tell you. And like, I, it's I, we need to get the word out that people can can at least give a little bit to help these kids. Well, we just had it. We just ran a, a fishing tournament on August fifth, and we worked with the Pun Foundation on that. And what we did is we had uh, I've got so many good friends in the business in the fishing business that we had 14, 14 boats, and what we would do is we would sell the boat sell the boat uh, to the to a corporation for X amount of dollars, and they could, for this amount of dollars, you get a, a captain for the day, bring three employees to, to, to fish on the boat. And then we had a big a big picnic and uh, award ceremony down at the uh, 3F Club in, uh, in Lewiston. So and we raised money, and it was it was conducted by uh, Catching Dreams Charters and the Pun Foundation, and we, we and that worked out extremely well. So we'll be doing more of that. It's uh, it's you know they're difficult. The fundraisers are hard. You know, there's a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes. Yeah. But you get the first one under your belt. I, we're going to do this again next year. I think it'll go very well. It went very very well received. And actually, we gave out an award to uh, to uh, a captain that died of cancer this year as well as a young lad, one of our first kids we ever took out died of cancer. Aww. So we had two awards that we give out. We had 100 people at the, at the, at the picnic, which I thought was pretty good. Well, you've got to do me a favor. Now that we're friends, you've got to let me know in advance so we can get that promoted for you. Yes, so absolutely. We'll get that on the calendar for sure. How much does an outing cost, roughly? Like if you had, I know gas is out of the, out of the ballpark right now, but just so people know what a, like a general excursion costs, I can only imagine. You mean out-of-pocket expense for the family? Yeah, like so people can know, you know, when they donate, what what one trip costs you. Well, a, a trip uh, a trip usually runs if you're doing cost account anywhere from two about two hundred fifty dollars. But if you're just going to rent a boat, it'll cost you five to six hundred dollars mm-hmm. for a guide. But we don't charge the families anything. Everything that all they have to do is show up. Yes. Bring whatever snacks and drinks they want, and we provide we provide everything else. If it's just me, we don't we we don't charge anything at all. There's no expense. We just you know mm-hmm. donate it. I mean, so. What about the qualifications? I know that you you're you're a, you said you were a um, United States Coast Guard, right? Is that forever? Like you're always appointed as head, and you're always in service. You're always in your well, service I, mode. It, it, it's a it's a very rigorous process to get the certification. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it has to be renewed every every five years. So what I require of the captains, if I subcontract out, is that they have to have their their Coast Guard license, and they ha- and it has to be current, and they have to be fully insured. So uh, we just to cover covering all the bases. We've never had any uh, any issues, but when you go through the Coast Guard course and it takes a long time to get it, you know that you've got somebody that really knows what they're doing on the water. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that's just a, that's an amazing credential. I just wanted to make sure I was reading that right. No, it's every five years. I don't look, for, and you don't want to miss it because if you miss it, then you have to take all the courses over. It. Oh <laughs> no! Very, very, very <laughs> it's very rigorous and very difficult. You had made a, a mention of some government support groups. Uh, do you, who do you collaborate with? Well, we're just starting with that. We're, we we've been dealing a little bit with Rob Ort, Senator Ort's office. 
And what we're what we're really looking for is we, if we go into other parts of the state, goals is to be have New York State be the first state in the nation to have a dedicated group of charitable captains for cancer kids. And we're off to a good start. But when I go to Syracuse, I don't know the business area like I do in Buffalo. So I, I, what I was looking for is from the state, and we're talking now, is uh, some perhaps some initial funding to help until we build up a, a, a community-based funding and then uh, help us get, as we go to other parts of the state, like Memorial Sloan, Katarina, and other hospitals, who's the right uh, key contacts in all the hospitals. And that, that's what the government can do for us right now. But that's more of an off-season program. We started that in the spring. We got so busy here that I'm going to pick that up again this fall, and we're going to follow up on that. Do I dare to ask in Western New York if you fish all year round? Because I, I can imagine <laughs> I can imagine you might, but I want you to answer that question. We fish 12 months a year. And, uh, what uh, you know, we don't go out on Lake Erie. What, the winter fishing is, is really fun, but it's usually for the older kids and not too many of them. We fished in the lower Niagara River for uh, salmon and for uh, steelhead trout. But it, it, it's cold. But the majority of our... Majority of our trips are in May through August. I would say ninety-five percent of our trips are. Well, walk but, me through a later day, kind of like walk me through the colder weather opportunities. Do you have to like cut through the ice, or what are you doing? Oh no, in the in the Lower Niagara River, it doesn't freeze. Okay. So there's free flowing water. So, and the fish the fish come in from the lake in the winter time, and they they feed in the in uh, near Art Park, for instance. That's mm-hmm. where we launch in Lewiston. And it's cold. Um, usually the guys will say 15 degrees or colder, we won't go out. But it's a lot It's a lot nicer when it's 40 degrees and it's sunny out and, it, and it's gorgeous on the lower Niagara River. We do a lot of fishing there. It's, it's, it's you know, not only is it historical, but it's so beautiful down there. Mm-hmm. And we'll fish, we'll fish from Art Park all the way down to the Coast Guard Station. So what kind of fish? I heard you say salmon. Is that possible? Oh, absolutely. I can't well, imagine. I thought salmon were like just like in Alaska or something. No, no, we, we were out last Thursday and uh, with a kid, and we were out on Lake Ontario, and he caught a 26-and-a-half-pound salmon, king what salmon. That, what does that even look like? <laughs> oh, my it, gosh. It, yeah. It was, it was uh, half as tall as the child. And the child oh, my gosh. He was, he's in remission. He's, he's 13 years old. I want to see I'm, that picture. I want to see that picture. I'll send it to you. Okay, perfect. Uh, what we do is uh, we'll fish for salmon, uh, brown trout, steelhead trout, uh, down in uh, the Lower Niagara River in Lake Ontario. And in Lake Erie, we fish for walleye, we fish for bass, do a lot of bass fishing, fish for perch. And what's, what's really, you know, the, the kids could care less what they catch. We have an expression, they want to bend around. They just want to catch something. So, you know, we'll, we'll you know, since I, I don't compete with any of my, any of the other captains because we're not for profit, I'll always have inside information of what's biting where. And uh, the kids, you know, they, Many times we can take kids out. There's going to be slow days, but there's times when they'll go out and catch 30 or 40 fish. And they'll be, they'll be exhausted. I can't tell you how many moms have told me that they'll send me a picture. Of they're, out, they're leaving the parking lot. And their child's falling asleep in the backseat <laughs> already. Yeah. Well, but we don't start, we don't start real early. Uh, we, you know, we'll start 8, 8.30, go until noon or so. If they, sometimes the kids only, if they're small, they're not, they're not feeling well, they'll last a couple hours. Other times, can we stay longer? You know, Captain Ned. You know, it all depends on, on the kids. But mm-hmm. we, you, generally speaking, it's a it's a it's a fun three to five hours on the water, depending nice. on how the how the child is. Naive question: I fished, but I haven't fished. I don't think in this western New York area. Is it catch and release? 
Uh, for, for the most part, it's catch and release. If, if, sometimes if we go, what I say, offshore, go out into up deep water in Lake Erie, there's a, a nice walleye population, which are very good eating fish. And if the children want the, if they want to keep the fish, we'll keep the fish for them and we'll, we'll clean them up for them when we're done. Most of it, most of what we do is catch and release. So I would say 85%. Okay, well, it's good to know. I wanted to find out, but we only have a few minutes left. But any any memorial moment, any specific memory that you want to share with us while we have just a minute or two that maybe strikes a particular memory? Well, there's two. Um, one is I, I told you that we had we we lost a little boy this week, and I got a, I got a phone call about six months ago from the mom, and she said uh, Perry's out fishing right now. He's trying to catch a salmon so or so Captain Ned can eat it. And that, this uh, is a kid that we've taken out for four years. But I'll tell you, the, big, the biggest thing from a memory standpoint is just, just the smiles. I mean, you see these kids, that, you, know, they're, they're, you, can, you know exactly, you know which ones have cancer when they come walking down the dock. And they're, they're smiling. They're, there's a little trepidation in the beginning. But when they get off the boat, you know, they've got, they're all smiles. We let them drive the boat. I drive, you know, I'll, I'll let them sit with me and we drive the boat. And uh, they've caught fish, they've netted fish, and they're million-dollar smiles, as I call it. You know, just, it's so rewarding to see that they've had such a wonderful time on the water. And for people listening in today, check out the website because I'm seeing a ton of smiles, really wonderful pictures to kind of just bring all of this together. Give us the website, if you wouldn't mind, Captain Ned. Just let us know, okay. website, telephone number, anything people can do to follow up. It's, it's catchingdreamscharters.org. And then my phone number is 716-870-5326. Very accessible. Uh, Social media. I see social media too, of course, right? Yeah, uh, that's not my forte. (laughs) Mine neither. You know, know, as I tell people, I'm the the chief cook and bottle washer of marketing, IT, accounting, and everything else. but I have some board members that are much better at it than I am. And we're going to be redoing our website and have a very aggressive uh, Facebook campaign next year. Excellent. And as I'm looking at your website now, I think it's really beautiful. The pictures are lovely. You have sponsors listed. Um, I yep. won't, I won't go on it. I won't go on the fringe and, and name your sponsors because I know we always forget somebody, but you, I would say you have a ton of large sponsors, but I would bet you could always use more, right? People wanting their name uh, all over this initiative. So I'm, I'm sure you're not turning anybody away. No, you know, and I'm, I don't look for large donations. What I, I, my philosophy is this, somebody can give me a small donation every year to help, help the cause. That's the way, you, that's the way we're going to build the base that we have. And, you know, I only look for a lot extra money if, if you know, we have, if there's so much demand that I have to subcontract out more and more of the, more of the work. Uh, everything we push right back into the business. And, and so, yeah, it's, uh, like I say, everything, it, it all counts. Anything small or large will we'll take. But uh, we're very responsible when it comes to fundraising and the use of our money. And how about people who might be saying to themselves, you know, I'm retired, I'm a captain, Maybe Captain Ned could use another captain. Are you in? Are you in looking for other people, or are you full? Uh, not so much looking for other other captains right now because I've got I've got so many good friends. I've got well, like I said, eight signed up, but then there's another fourteen in Western New York that said, "If you ever get in a jam, call." Oh, me. you're not I, in any trouble with that then. <laughs> but you know, it, it doesn't hurt. You know, I could fundraising is is something that helps because I'm on the water all day long. I, mean, yes. I start yeah. my day early. I end it late. And uh, 
There's so, uh, so many people come up to me, I didn't know you were doing this, or I didn't know you were accepting donations. And, uh, and boy, it adds up quick, when, and it really helps. So, uh, yeah, we'll take, we'll take whatever people want to donate. Well, thank you so much again, Captain Ed, for joining us tonight and, or today. Whatever time you're hearing this, this will be on demand. People will be hearing it all times during the day. But we want to wish you the best of luck. And thank you for your service. And well, for thank everybody. you very much. Yes, and we'll see you again. Take care. Thank you for taking care of our kids and for everything that you do. Okay, thanks, Tammy. Thanks. Thank you for all listening today. We'll see you next time. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening to 716 Together. Listen for new shows on the air every Sunday morning at 6 and on-demand podcasts posted weekly. This has been a presentation of Cumulus Media Buffalo. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. 